This is Railroad Rudy. For those of you that can't get a Valentine this year, just tell them you were a former Chattanooga heavyweight wrestling champion. Worked for me. This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Spreading like this. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Marking Out. Episode number 367. That's what you are listening to right now. Uh, you're listening to Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. You can listen to this and all past episodes at markingout.com on iTunes. Please subscribe uh, if you want to leave us some five star ratings saying how great we are. We'd appreciate that as well. Uh, Google Play, Stitcher, uh, there's a bunch of other podcasts servers. I just don't know what they are. Uh, social media wise, Facebook.com slash Marking Out. Uh, Twitter.com slash marking out. Uh, you can email us marking out one at gmail.com. Marking out 11 on YouTube. I'm not going to say it again, but I'll say it again. Cooking with Brandon is coming. Uh, I've been a little overloaded with real work that's paying me. So, you know, that has to go on the back burner. Da, 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 da. Maybe one person will get that. Um, anyway, um, yeah, my name is Chris. You can follow me on Twitter at Chris Weendog. Uh, I'm also sitting here with Dave, who you can follow on Twitter at DaveTheRave underscore M-O. Dave, how are you? I am doing great. How about yourself? Thank you for asking me. I'm doing well. Uh, you can find our shirts at ProWrestlingTees.com slash out. I just got a Rocket Strapper shirt and a DDP shirt this week from Pro Wrestling Tees, and they're awesome. Uh, we are also sitting here with the man who makes his own shirts, his own custom shirts. Brandon, you can follow him on Twitter at BTTG161. Brandon, how are you? I'm doing awesome as always, and I just Excellent. received four t-shirts in the mail as well. Which ones? <laughs> I got the Raw 360, no, the, what is it? Is it Raw 316, the DX Raw one, the 25th anniversary one? I got the new Kalisto t-shirt and um, the Yep t-shirt. That's the only three. Oh, that, that is four. Sorry, four. <laughs> I wasn't really counting. Or paying and or paying. One, two, three. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, so, how was your week? Wow, you guys, I'm going to start off with me? I was, oh, actually, so I was nice. actually speaking to Dave, but... I'm just kidding. Oh, um, busy. I had a very, very busy week. Um, let's see, I worked at the restaurant Friday, Saturday. We had friends over Sunday for a delicious barbecue feast that we made ourselves. What did you um, barbecue? Well, uh, Jen's friend, I've spoken about him so much on the podcast. Uh, I mean, Rachel's friend's fiance, Bobby, made pulled pork, which was awesome. Um, I went to the store and I bought a slab of Lloyd's ribs. Oh, oh yeah. Lloyd's, I don't know. I'm not a big rib person, maybe because I worked in a barbecue restaurant for five years. But for some reason, I was just like, these are incredible. Um, we had two different types of coleslaw. We had baked beans. It was delicious. Uh, uh, I I can't wait to be home to join you for some of these and try to cook something up for. Oh, wait, so, you're not going to be invited, perhaps. So. No, wait until Sunday, man. We're going to have Sunday barbecues. It's going to be glorious. The bourbon and beers will be flowing. Uh, Monday, I had a shoot, which went very well. Uh, Tuesday, I had editing work. Yesterday, I was in Connecticut all day, ruining people's relationships on Valentine's Day. <laughs> Incredible. 
maybe I will look back on my life and be like, wow, I did that. I'm going right down to hang out with uh, Joseph Stalin. And I <laughs> don't think <laughs> I don't think so. No, no, I I'm, I did the right thing here. I'm standing at the pearly gates with Jimi Hendrix and Dimebag Daryl, brother. Um, yeah, and today uh, just kind of getting myself caught up with everything. Um, and the most important thing of the week, pitchers and catchers reported to spring training. So baseball season is right around the corner. I'm super excited about it. The Cubs signed you Darvish, too, which was incredible. Uh, exactly what they needed. But, Dave, how was your week? You know, my week was really good, uh, really quickly, really quick week. Um, I am so glued to the team. What's that? It is, right? Yeah, it's going by quickly. I'm so glued to the Olympic coverage. I, what is it? Like, I, you know what? Curling is the best thing in ever, ever. It's oh, so curling. much fun. I, I can actually watch pretty much any Olympic sport and get kind of uh, sucked in by it. Like, whether it's curling, uh, freestyle skating, or uh, bobsled, or anything. I was about to say Bob Backlund. Yeah, Bob Backlund. No, I, I love... I love watching it all. Yeah, no, it was fun. What did you think of the uh, the opening ceremonies? Because I was like, I was at the restaurant that night, and I was trying to watch it. And it's like, oh, here's a bunch of kids on a raft, um, and now they're getting blasted in a hyperspace, and now they have this light that they brought back to bring to this other colony, which then is going to turn the light into a bunch of drones, which then is going to fly over the like Olympic like ski lifts and stuff like that, and then all of a sudden the fire went on. If you like, told me this... I without mentioning if this was the Olympics, I would be like, "Are you talking about Star Wars?" Probably. Well, to be to be honest, I only saw bits and pieces of the uh, of that. Yeah, I was but, like the so, bar area of the restaurant where like the TVs are, and it was really slow. So I was just sitting there. And they're just like, "There's some kind of, I looked at someone's like, "Is this the Olympic? The opening Olympics?" I'm like, "Lady, I have no clue what's going on right now. There's a bunch of kids on a raft. Maybe Bray <laughs> yeah. White's there. I don't know." It seems like usually, it seems like usually the the Olympic openers are just so far out there where I don't like I, I understand that you want to try to show the display the ethnicity and the culture of wherever it's put, uh, being put uh, put on, but it's just sometimes it's so far out there where it's just like what? How did you translate this to that? Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. I, what's that? It's crazy. Oh, totally. But you got like people like Sean White and like uh, USA is doing an amazing job. And well, I think just... Norway's kind of crushing it in the medal count right now. Norway's doing really well too. Um, yeah, I, I'm a I'm a fool for figure skating, and <laughs> I like, you wish you were like you wish you're a figure skater. No, I you know I've said it on the podcast before. At some point, I would not put it past me to tape. To take up something like tap dancing lessons. I was about to say. I was about to say you never once said you would take up figure skating. No, but but, but tap, yes, dance, tap dancing something. you did say. Yeah, like I I think to move in such a manner, I think it's so cool, and then to do that on skates is just fascinating. They're tap dancing stuff. on skates. I don't know, but maybe that should be uh, something you don't that know. We... You just said to do that on skates. Maybe we just invented that right now. Tap dancing yeah. on skates, like Fat Bachelor. Like, yeah, we're <laughs> gonna have like we're gonna have like cooking with Brandon and with me doing tap dancing on skates as a as an interlude. You will one hundred percent never, ever, ever <laughs> see that. I, on cooking. Who's the editor? 
I mean, <laughs> bitch, we did. <laughs> you just like we we film everything and then like I watch the final product. There's just a clip of Dave. I can't even think about it because there's like a moment I like. There's a video from my childhood that like traumatizes me. But what? There's just a I I don't even know what it is. But there I in my the back of my head I know what it is. But like you just throw to an interlude of Dave just tap dancing in the middle of. <laughs> I'd and be, just tight, be... uh, tight shots of his uh, his face and that face that he made in the uh, Where's Dave videos. Oh, classic. Classic. Throwback. But, yeah, no, the Olympics are like, – I did I tell you I know somebody that's yeah. working the Olympics? Yeah. 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 Did, you yeah. See, did you see What's that – What's the awards like the morning shows? It's crazy. Did you see the news? Uh, I think in Chicago put it up that the Olympics were in P.F. Chang's. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and P.F. Chang's goes uh, – we can 100% confirm that we are not hosting the Olympics. That's maybe funny. Hosting, maybe they're hosting like an Olympics party. And then, no, well, because of that incident, they today only, I think, uh, if you purchase an entree, they're giving you a free lettuce wrap. Oh. Interesting. I, the one thing I really think is so cool, oh, this guy just went right down figure skating. Um, yeah, that's right. I have figure skating on in the background while I'm recording. Um, but I thought it, I think it's really cool that Korea, like North Korea and South Korea, are have a, a team that's combined. I think that is pretty uh, pretty cool to think. North Korea still see. scares the hell out of me. Sorry. Oh, I I know. I 100% agree with you. I'm just saying, let them just win all the medals. Just make them happy. <laughs> just let them be happy. You know, uh, I, it's it is crazy that sometimes sports can kind of take you away from some things that are going on, but Olympics are definitely a special time. Absolutely. Absolutely. Everybody in the world fighting each other for supremacy. Uh, <laughs> Brandon, how was your week? It was good. Cool. All right, let's get I, to some I, outside the right talk. <laughs> I went to uh, the all-you-can-eat Chinese place. Nice. What'd you uh, eat? Like, what's, what are you doing? You just went like, down again. Like, oh, yeah. I, I went to I went and I I started off with uh, the green salad nice. that you get. Then I I got roughage. what some roughage in your system. I got the hot and sour soup, which I would never had normally eaten. I went one time and uh, they brought it out by mistake, and I was like, "Well, don't waste it. I'll try it. Who knows, right?" And I ended up liking it, so I got that. And then I got an egg roll and. Chicken, chicken cool. katsu, etc. Nice. I had Chinese food last last night for no two nights ago for dinner. Even though what chicken katsu, I think is Japanese, but hey, listen, what Chris? What did you order? I got a jet. I got one of those combo plates: General Chow's chicken with lo mein, egg roll, bowl nice. of Can't go wrong. Oh, really I can. I went to um, where did I go? Cheesecake Factory the other day for Valentine's Day. Happy hour. What was that? No, he refused to. He refused no. to go for happy hour. No, he, I, I he asked me. He cool. asked me for all these suggestions. Oh, cousin Brandon, you 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 love crack. Uh, you love cheesecake factory so much. Both both, both are true facts. You love crack. <laughs> <laughs> you love hey, cheesecake guys, factory so I'm gonna much. Gonna be like a friendly crack dealer, you know. And he goes. He goes. I need. To, I need to know. What what should I eat there? Should I get the grilled cheese? And I'm like, well, cousin David. The grilled cheese is no longer on the menu, but if you go there and ask them, they should be able to make it for you. Oh, that's wonderful. Dave, did you go with a lady friend? I did. I went with a lady friend, and I didn't take any of Brandon's suggestions. 
David, you I, have to order the Korean cauliflower. Split. I did not. Oh, I made cauliflower tonight for dinner. It was delicious. Ooh, that sounds good. The, bar- yeah, no, I, the barbecue I the ranch chicken special. salad is great. It's Renee. Stop pronouncing it incorrect. It's named after my it's grandma. Not it's not named after your grandmother. It's Renee. Oh, no. they. She ate there before, and they were like, that's perfect. You know so. what? I, I, it might be Renee. <laughs> It, it, it was it was a I was full for the rest of the day. It was oh, yeah. only a half of the sandwich, but it was a large soup and a large uh, salad with it. But we did get cheesecake, uh, white chocolate raspberry. Ooh, yeah, that's always one of my favorites. So, Brandon, what else besides the uh, uh, Asian buffet? All you can eat? It's not a buffet. It's a sit down. No, Brandon, uh. stop doing buffets. <laughs> <laughs> Um, unless, unless, unless Brandon goes to uh, Pennsylvania to Miller's, but that's yet to happen because All right. Miller's is a great buffet. Um, but yeah, I, I I ended up making I don't know what to actually call it, but I I mixed chocolate pudding mix with cream cheese and then piped it into a, a phyllo crust, and it's like one of the best things I've ever eaten. So it could be like a chocolate cheesecake parfait. No, yeah, not I, a parfait. I'm like I refuse. Like I'm not gonna ever call that cheesecake because I know better. I know you made people a like oh Mister Mister No Bake Cheesecake, but like no, I don't believe in that. There's certain ingredients that I think go into a cheesecake in order to make it a cheesecake. Yeah, it's hot. So I ended up making that, and that was like, it's so good. I wish I could like e send you them. <laughs> then you guys could eat them too. That would be um, delicious. Thank you. Well, I have this. I, I have a toast. I have a, I have a toasted coconut cake sitting in my uh, kitchen right now, waiting for me to eat after this episode. Is um, there egg white but, stuff on it though, or meringue? No, there's no meringue. Like Stop and Shop does like gimmicks for like specialty products every month. Last month it was like cocktail inspired food. They had these cherry amaretto cookies, which were unbelievable. So good. And now this month is like toasted coconut everything. So <laughs> That's funny. Okay. When you said so good, it reminded me of Justin Timberlake's impression of Jimmy Fallon. Oh, my God. So good. So good. <laughs> but uh, so Dave, uh, Dave had a little date ski on uh, Valentine's Day. What about you, Brandon? What would you do? I watched uh, Twitter. Uh, not Twitter. Twitch streams. Twitch streams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice. I'm addicted to it. I've been, I've been watching uh, – Montreal Broskis, and then he got banned from Twitter, and then he got his internet went out. So he hadn't been streaming, but because of him, I was like exploring the the IRL, the in real life streams. Okay. So I was looking around, and I saw this chick playing playing guitar the other day, and nice. then, uh, and I thought she was really good, and she said she was doing a Valentine's Day stream, so I figured I'd check it out thought she was gonna be playing music she was doing like speed dating super weird but but and then then brandon just randomly appeared on and be like oh wrong channel oh yeah awkward nice cool yeah cool cool all right yeah i ate halal by myself last night it was delicious (laughs) you know what i tried today for the first time You, you see the the cinnamon roll oreos there's so many different flavors of Oreos. I can't keep count anymore. I wasn't expecting to like enjoy them. Okay. Because I don't typically like cinnamon rolls, but they they were really good. They reminded me of Teddy Grahams with like mm-hmm. frosting, I guess. Because the I love the Teddy Grahams. 
Teddy Grahams are an underrated cookie, I think. They're spectacular. And then you can even do you bite like the arms and legs off? Like the, the yeah, masochist that I am? Sometimes I uh I glue them back on. In, nice. And then you eat the glue. Places. I knew it. No, glue would be my uh sal- saliva. I thought you guys something else. <laughs> <laughs> what what on earth could it have been? All right, let's get to some outside the ring news. Uh, Teddy grabs aside, but we've had a lot. I mean, I don't want to say we've had a lot going on this week, but we've had a decent amount of stuff going on. Start us off here, Bransky. Well, first of all, uh, today, Rich Swan was released. He wasn't released. He was mute. Him and uh, mutually <laughs> upon agreed upon released. Yeah, the nicest way you could possibly say it, he was released. I think it stinks, man. I don't I mean, understand. Hey, listen, they didn't put him in this 205 live tournament. You know, maybe he's just sitting on the back burner. Maybe they just have nothing for it to do with him. Yeah, but that makes no – like, he seems like he was about to be the next champion. And then, Yeah, and then that stuff happened. So, like, they couldn't, like, reincorporate him into the – into the brand or anything like Rather, I, I don't know I don't get it I don't get it either but you know I was telling this to Dave earlier but now he's got the the WWE stamp behind him so he'll get booked you know he'll yeah, get but maybe all all- but maybe because of what took place like yeah they they said he's cleared of all charges and everything but maybe people aren't going to want to like jump on that especially since he didn't appear on WWE television after that I think they will I'm with Brandon a little bit on this because I feel like it's it's such a hot topic where I I don't really don't know which direction this is going to go with Swan. Um, I, I it's hope be it's kind not of the case. I hope that's not the case, but I I know I I can't see him doing like a Ring of Honor stint or anything like that, or even evolve because of the association with WWE. Yeah. Yeah, and only only uh only time will tell on that, but hopefully uh, we'll yeah. see. Uh... Rich Swan sooner than later. We won't see him WrestleMania weekend because they have that ninety day no compete clause. Uh, but we will see a bunch of cool matches. There, you know, we've experienced it before. WrestleMania weekend is like if you want wrestling, you get wrestling. Whenever you want wrestling, you can get wrestling. Apparently, like I think I spoke about it like two weeks. Like Matt Riddle is going to have his own event at some point. It's called Matt Riddle's Blood Sport. There's no ropes on the ring. Matches only matches can only end with TKOs and submissions. He challenged Loki to a match because that so that's going to be your main event of that. Um, one that's going to be brutal, dude. It's going to be nuts. That's going to be nuts. Yeah. Um, uh, we we mentioned it. The big standout from last year's uh, WrestleMania weekend was Joey Janela's Spring Break. This year, there's going to be Joey Janela's Spring Break two. Uh, second, do we met? Do we mention the first match? Yeah. We did. Yeah. So, Joey yeah, Jella versus. You made fun of Dave for pronouncing it wrong. <laughs> no, no, you made fun of him. Um, <laughs> I don't think so, because I would have been in the same boat as Dave there. Well, uh, if you ask me how to pronounce it right now, I guarantee you I'm going to pronounce okay. it wrong. Sa- Sas- oh, yeah, I did make fun of you. Okay, cool. Um, anyway, Joey Janelle is going to face off against uh, the great Sasuke in the main event. Uh, second match announced is going to be David Starr versus Mike Quackenbush. Uh, That's it. Interesting uh, matchup right there, but you know what? I'm happy that there's going to be uh, a, a small spotlight on Quackabush, you know? Absolutely. And I remember even before this podcast, you were you were a huge mark for Mike Quackenbush. Yeah. 
Yeah, so that's cool. Um, WrestleCon is, you know, the epicenter of it that Joey Jellisberg is going to be with the WWN Live more than Mania events. So WrestleCon throws a big show. Um, it was announced on Valentine's Day, fittingly so. The Golden Lovers, Kenny Omega, Kota Ibushi are going to be facing off against the best friends. Huge. Friends, huge. I think that, you know, if I was going to stream one event out of that whole weekend, that's, that's a major selling point for me. Major selling point. I- because that's gonna be a fun. You're gonna get your comedy spots. You're gonna get your real good wrestling in there. You know, it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun thing to watch. I could uh, almost see there's probably gonna be a hug off. I yep, I could see ah, that too. Sorry yeah. for blowing spots, brother. <laughs> Don't yeah, I it. Um, yeah, I think that it's gonna be an amazing weekend. It, there's so much to do. It's so cool that there's fun like that. WrestleMania weekend has grown into such a uh, epitome of like just a pro wrestling world where yeah. no matter where you look, you could find an event or something wrestling or uh, related. Oh, so that's no, cool. absolutely. And it's like, I'm even looking at the WrestleCon thing. Like Thursday, they have Wildcat Wrestling and then the Super Show. And then Friday, starting at noon, they have the Crash from Mexico. Then they have Red Pro. Then they have Impact. Um, and then Saturday morning, Pro Wrestling Revolver is. Uh, doing a show, is, and then CZW is going to have a show at three o'clock. Is Impact and then, live streaming that show? I think so. I think so. <laughs> Why is that funny? Brandon's like, screw the Funko Pops. Now I'm going to start just do, worrying about about Twitch. No, dude, you don't understand. Like, like you just sit there and watch Twitch, and it's like the. I feel so weird doing it too. I feel weird talking about it, but <laughs> yeah. Um, and then House of Hardcore is the last event out of the, all the WrestleCon stuff, which is going to be awesome. Um, so, yeah, check uh, WrestleMania out. Uh, some other outside the ring news. So, real quick, so is Progress part of that or no? Progress is part of the, the, the More Than Mania events, which is what WW, what w, uh, WWN Live does. Gotcha. So there's the WrestleCon thing, and then there's the WWN Live thing. So that for that, like Thursday – Matt Riddle's Bloodsport is at 3 o'clock. Then you have Evolve 102 at 8. Then you have Beyond Wrestling at midnight. Friday, you're going to have Progress at noon. You're going to have Evolve 103 at 4. And then the Mercury Rising 2018 at 8. And then Joey Janela Spring Break at midnight. And Saturday, you have Progress. Then you have Shiver 100. Then you have Style Battle. Then you have Kaiju Big Battle. Give me two, give me two events. And then at the third one is probably where I would get really, really grumpy with you guys. That's, pro- that's, that's probably when Dave start- turns into a real cat. Yeah, that's where that's where I start to hit my peak. Where I'm like, okay, I can't do this. I, you, I can't do this. <laughs> I don't like. Well, I like. I'm like. Maybe once we get closer to WrestleMania, we'll plan out like our ultimate. Because I don't think I would do access. Just because I know what access is about. Yeah, but we don't know where it is. Yeah. If I, no, if I think the it- confirmed rumor that was supposed to be announced the week. They broke the news. Is even true? What about what? About WrestleMania being in? Oh, next year? No, I'm talking about WrestleMania this year. Like, if we went down to New mean, Orleans, what? like, oh, what it... shows would I go to? I would kind of want to go to Matt Little's Bloodsport just because it's just an intriguing thing. See, like, I wouldn't. I think I've said this before. I would not be able to go to Joey's show. I just Why? know. I know my body. I wouldn't be able to be up like. And in in an environment like that, past midnight, 
Yeah, I feel like for both the events that you guys just stated, I don't feel like Bloodsport, I'm ske- I'm a little bit sketched on because I feel like Bloodsport can end up being a little bit more like, uh, I don't know if there's going to be a lot of blood or anything like that. I, like, I don't know if it's going to be like CZW-ish. I don't think it's going to be CZ. I think it's more I don't like think it's just more so pure like, wrestling. Yeah, it just sounds like I, grapple. I guess I would, and, but then it's scripted. I don't know. It's, I would it's just like, the... I would feel weird being there knowing that I used to actually do that in college. <laughs> but like, exactly. And I know I can't compete even though once I competed against Cole Cabana. <laughs> I feel like the Joey Janela is kind of like, you really have to be drunk or with a party group. And if not, <laughs> I, I feel like it really drains you out. <laughs> what you, just book like, Andy Williams. Just... Excuse me? He said just book Andy Williams. For every time I die? Actually, no, they're going to be on tour. The only one I could see him appearing at Beyond Wrestling because I think he has been with them before, but I'm not too sure. Oh, Andy Williams? Yeah. No, Smash he's been with. Smash, okay. Yeah. Because, like, Buffalo and Ontario are, like, a really close breach away from each other. I listen to his his podcast with Braxton Sider, like, religiously, Mm -hmm. so... He when, talks. He, what? No, I was gonna move on. I thought you were done, but now let's move on, Brandon. Move on. I was gonna ask you when you went to Impact that time. Did you buy a ticket to Universal or did you? You can, or you no, can but wait what outside. did you do? You, you well, didn't... we went and wanted to go to Universal, so we bought tickets to Universal, oh. and we went there all day. Then we stood in line, and went to an Impact Saver. Yeah. Yeah. Just Anyways, random... more. Random thought. What's up? Just a random thought. Yeah, that well, wasn't really moving on. That was just well, no, because I mean, I was, I don't know. <laughs> well, since you brought up Impact, uh, WWE has a new signee to WWE, and it's former Impact superstar Mahabali Shira. Um, apparently, he signed with WWE today. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Matt Hardy wished him uh, wished him well. Uh, yeah. Speaking of the we're uh, down in the performance center. Big Cass, Big Cass uh, blew out his ACL in a match against uh, a guy that uh, it, is he going to get the Benoit treatment that we can't mention him anymore? The Benoit. I don't know. French of you. Treatment? I like, don't think so. I mean, now there's even more video of that girl, that woman saying other things about other people. I don't know. Um, but anyway, Big Cass is spotted at the Performance Center without a, a, any sort of assisted device and in great shape. So hopefully maybe we'll see him after Mania. Like, I hope who's, we... who's standing well, outside of the Performance Center being like, oh my god, oh my god, Big Cass is in great shape. Look at him. Dave, Dave Meltzer. Dave Meltzer. <laughs> that is who. I hope He's Big Cass... Oh, big time. I, I, hope big, I hope maybe Big Cass, maybe he'll be a surprise entering into the Andre the Giant Battle Royal and win it or something. That'd be cool. Should I, try, should I try to go to the performance center? Well, you still have your training sessions with Rocky Johnson down there, so yeah. give it a shot. But talking about Mania Weekend, Ivory was inducted into the 2018 Hall of Fame. WWE will, will, Hall be. Of Fame. will be. Will be. Boo will Dave. be. Boo Dave. Will be. Yeah, and then, it's uh, awesome that, that she's being inducted. I, I yeah. think Bam roasted to ESPN Women. Because then, when they broke the news, they they tweeted, they they tagged Victoria. Yeah, saying she was inducted. That'd be cool. 
Yeah, I think she's somebody who could be uh, inducted to the WWE Hall of Fame as well. But Ivory certainly a huge, huge trendsetter. I mean, she's she's one of the first women to kind of recognize the direction of the company with the Attitude Era and be like, no, I'm I'm not gonna take off my clothing or do this or portray myself in this sort of a manner. So she went really, the right to censor. Yeah, right to censor. So in a way, she was a real uh, innovator for that entire movement. Absolutely. Uh, another person that's uh, being rumored to be inducted is Jeff Jarrett. Uh, Jeff Jarrett apparently is clean sober after a WWE uh, enforced stint in rehab. So, I mean, for the wrestling spectrum, I feel like Jeff Jarrett needs to be in the Hall of Fame. He, had, he did big things in WCW. He didn't have the run that he should have had in WWE, but he was the Intercontinental Champion. Uh, you know, the, his lineage going back to his father. Uh, is very heavily influenced in you know professional wrestling lore, so that's a big thing. The last time he was on WWE television was in 2001 when Vince McMahon goes, I don't think we'll be renewing his contract, or whatever he says. So it's pretty surprising that Jeff Jarrett's even being rumored. Yeah, I and I understand, I totally uh, support what Chris, this Chris's statement with how he didn't really have that much of a WWE. Uh, what did, I mean, oh. he was, I mean... Tag he was team, good, but tag team I, champion, intercontinental yeah. champion, broke barriers with my, China. His last that, match was a good housekeeping match. Yeah, my my whole thing is, I feel like, and I'm sure maybe Chris will agree with me, but I feel like with the Hall of Fame, they have reduced their uh, the level of entry bar by so much, where I feel like it's just reach for this famous name. To bring back, so this way we could bring in some ratings, so people could see this. Person. Or they're trying to mend fences. That yeah, could be, definitely be mending fences. Who I, knows uh, what they're what video um, um, video collection they're trying to get? But I think yeah, yeah, he's definitely. I mean, Jeff Jarrett is, I think, with up there with title reigns in uh, for the Intercontinental Championship. Mm. I think. Let me see. I think a big one of the things is Jeff Jarrett's tenure with WWE was during that downside of WWE, where you had a lot of wrestlers going out and coming in, and you had like it was blah. I think like the golden era or whatever, whatever it was. You have Jericho with nine reigns, Miz with eight, Jeff Jarrett is with six, six reigns, tied with Rob Van Dam. Well, talking about WWE Hall of Famers, uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling. Strong Style Evolved is going to be taking place in New Long Beach. What does this have to do with any sort of Neither of them are Hall of Famers. Ray Mysterio's not inducted yet? No. Oh, well, all right. Anyway, Ray Ray Mysterio showed up at a New Japan uh, event last weekend and challenged Juice and Liger to New Japan Pro Wrestling Strong Style Evolved in Long Beach on March 25th. I'm kind of like... I'm I'm finding it hard to get excited for this match because I know it's going to be really good. But the thing is, with it being New Japan Pro Wrestling, Jushin Liger has been a pre car a pre show match for everything. But so now you're putting pre show match wrestler against this, Rey Mysterio. This match was a staple in WCW back in the day for their lightweight. To, was it cruiserweight or lightweight division? Cruiserweight. That's right. Because Kidman cruiserweight champion. Uh, um, uh, well, well so, played. I mean, you, you the marks, well, you, as I told Dave, the marks will rejoice about this. Yeah, no, you know what? Well played. I didn't even think about that match because that's one of the 
best wrestling matches, and I it didn't even come to mind. So well played. Yeah. I I could agree with that then. Yeah, but uh, yeah, no, New Japan's got a bunch of stuff going on. Um, they will be having their big uh, events coming up uh, with Ring of Honor, uh, the Honor Rising 2018, uh, two nights at Corken Hall in Japan, the 23rd and 24th of Feb- of February. I almost said Feptober for some reason. I don't know why. Um, <laughs> your main event. Your main event. We spoke about this before. The Golden Lovers, Kota Bushi and Kenny Omega, will be teaming up with Chase Owens to face the Bull Club, Marty Squirrel, Hangman Page, and Cody. So that's going to be pretty crazy to see. Uh, Beer City Bruiser is going to be facing off against Goto for the Never Openweight Championship, which is uh, an interesting, interesting. Yeah, I hope I hope Goto retains. I'm yeah, a big well, fan. Yes, absolutely. Uh, night two, your two big main events out of it is going to be Dalton Castle facing off against Beretta for the Ring of Honor World Championship. So heavyweight Trent will get a, a shot at the ROH uh, Championship. Uh, and the Golden Lovers will be uh, tagging as they face Hangman, Page, and Cody. So that'll be cool Check to check out on NewJapanWorld.com. Uh, also, Ring of Honor just had a big event this past weekend. Uh, Honor Rising, uh, Honor Raid Supreme. Sorry about that. Um, was streaming on the fight app. Was streaming. Did, did anybody watch it on Facebook Live? No, I didn't. I either. couldn't find it. Went really? For it, it, couldn't find it. Yeah, this apparently this is the start of the rebranding of uh, Ring of Honor's Honor Club. I think they're going to start doing like a streaming based service. Um, solid Ring of Honor card. Uh, the big thing out of this was that Tennille Dashwood, formerly known as Emma, made her Ring of Honor debut. Announced herself that she's going to be in the 16 woman women of honor title tournament and competed in a tag team match that night. Uh, the night after facing off against Angelina Love uh, in the main event at WrestlePro's Brace for Impact, which was pretty cool. So she's uh, getting her name out there on the Indies first weekend uh, out. So yeah, good, good luck to Emma. I mean, I think I said to Brandon, and I thought I was talking to Dave about it. Seriously, um, they're getting a big star to kind of fill out that division. Which is good. You want to make stars, but maybe having somebody go over Emma in the finals. But we'll see. Did Never. that match get aired yet, or no? I don't think the tag. She was in a tag match. Okay. Sandy Lamont, uh, Leon uh, defeating Kelly Klein and Stacy Shadows. That was on the paper. The event itself. Gotcha. Yeah. All okay. right. Very cool. Very cool. So that's some outside the ring and inside the ring and indie talk and stuff like that. Also, uh, one other thing that I think we missed was on the 10th on Saturday of February. Yeah. TNA versus WWE. Or Impact, I should say. Sorry, guys. Uh, Apollo Crews, WWE superstar, defeated Moose, Impact superstar, Impact wrestler, at PCW UK Road to Glory. A lot of fans pissed off about that. Yeah, he Why? defeated him just he defeated him with his normal standing shooting star press, you know. The one that like everyone in WWE kicks out of. Yeah, I mean it's not going to be match. Exactly. I'm surprised that people would expect anything otherwise like and anything else. Like PC, and then apparently like what I read was PCW helped WWE out with like booking stuff for the UK tournament, so this is why they threw, Oh hey, let's have uh, Apollo Cruz go over there. Yeah, I think that they rented out their like their arena that they work out of. Ah, okay. Yeah, they allowed WWE to either film there or to that is where they are gonna uh, 
put on matches in the future. So okay. they kind of came to an agreement with that. Yeah, listen, helping out the in, the indies. Hey, you know what? I I just love the fact that WWE is helping out uh, the indies, and it, I think it's just amazing that this day and age we are able to see WWE versus Impact Wrestling in general. You um, saw that recently too. You saw was it Pete Dunne face off against Austin Aries at Destiny Destiny Wrestling? Yeah, albeit it's a little different there because uh, Pete Dunne isn't. I don't believe he's really signed to WWE, is he? Or... Yeah, I think, yeah, he's yeah, like, he's but he's he's not a full time employee. He's not down in Orlando, living there, working at the Performance Center. You know, they fly him in for special occasions. He's their UK champion. It's yeah, not like so he's... it's not like. I think. I mean, I think that he's signed. I mean, he's just appeared on NXT. If he's st- if he's still doing indie dates, though, is what I'm saying. Yeah, he's not like fully but he's signed only doing, as like, everybody specific... else is. I think he has to get the thumbs up from WWE to do certain indies. Like, they'll let him do Progress. They'll let him do Destiny. They're not going to let him do, like, you know, Joe Schmo Wrestling. They're not going to let him do IWA Mid-South. Should we yeah, open it's... up Joe Schmo Wrestling? Why are we opening a... Bachelor Wrestling? I think that's Bachelor a... Wrestling. Yeah. Well, you got to appreciate Brian Kendrick's uh, promotion, Wrestling Pro Wrestling. <laughs> yeah. Good. Fat Bachelor Pro Wrestling, everybody gets a rose. <laughs> Dude, Adam yeah. Rose would be the champion. He, did he retire? I don't know, but if I, I don't know. He he, he retired and then he, he's on but every. You want, like somebody like who's that guy in MLW that they just have like do like two minute squash matches? He's a really big African American guy. Um. Oh man. Oh 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 oh. Uh, Hughes. Um. Mr. Hughes? No, no, no. Hughes. Uh, Huston. Oh, hold on. It's but, no, like, where, where, where did you want him as the face of your franchise, Brandon? I don't, I don't like, know who you're talking about. Oh, my God. I have to look this up. Yeah. I was just going with the whole... Barrington Hughes. I was just Barrington, going with the whole bachelor, they get a rose sort of thing. Oh, my no, goodness. Like, Dude, they get chocolate roses. <laughs> They're ready to buy. They're ready to buy on February fifteenth because they're discounted. Dude, that's yeah, where that, you. First of all, you're so stupid if you buy anyone flowers on any sort of occasion. Flowers die. What kind of symbolization is that? You don't want yeah. that. You want to give them something that makes. But like, your love grows by giving it to them. Yeah, but you could do that with a bag of oranges. No, you can put those in a burlap sack and beat someone with them. Or you could put them in a nice bowl and be like, boom, here's a bowl of oranges. Have at them. You got yeah, to peel them. And they rot. And they get moldy. No, because you'll eat them. You don't eat the, the, the roses. What are you going to do? Put them in water and make rose water? You're not doing that. that. That's a, something in good craft cocktails, rose water. Yeah, but people aren't doing that. They're just letting this, the flowers sit there and rot. Oranges are like, oh, I have to eat this by a certain date. I'm going to eat these oranges. Thank you so much for getting me a thing of oranges. Keeping my vitamin C. uh... It's the same thing with chocolates. Oh, thank you so much for the chocolates. I'll eat them right now. Thank you so much for cookies. I'll eat these cookies. (laughs) Oh, boy. Anything. Flowers. What am I? Oh, I have to do work. I have to water them. Thanks. Yeah, so Barrington Hughes. Yeah, Barrington Hughes should be the champion. The focal point of Fat Bachelor Wrestling. I really like that they that they're, they're really put him over huge too, and he's doing a great job. Yeah, I, I like him. He's it, totally it's, selling. It's an attraction match. Oh, big time! And someone like I also love uh, the end. 
in uh, MLW with Paro and uh, Odinson. Yeah, I think I think that they got something good too. Absolutely, absolutely. But yeah, no, MLW is pretty cool. I watched uh, Zero Hour this week. Well, mm. I started watching it. Uh, Jimmy Havoc versus uh, Shane Strickland. Uh-huh. That was pretty brutal. And I know they just had an event last week too, because I saw the uh, the gif of Sammy uh, Callahan, who you know hasn't done anything on the Indies <laughs> ever, but Dave. Um, <laughs> I, know, I know he threw Darby Allen like the nightclub that they have it in. They have like a balcony, and he took him and threw him out of the ring onto the balcony. Yeah, and he smacked his head and fell down. It was pretty cool. Yeah, and, ML- uh-huh. and I think they're streaming that event now for free. Oh, I'm gonna have to check that out because they're all. They also brought in Brody King, and I've been telling you about him for for a few months already. And now Brody King just replaced Matt Seidel in PWG's uh, event for this weekend. And you know, it was funny. I was looking, listening to uh, Kicking Ass today with uh, Jesse and Andy. That's Andy Williams' podcast, and they were talking. They put they put Brody King over huge. Yeah, because you know, apparently he's in that click with Andy, and apparently like. He just got, and they're like all super proud that he just like uh, got, you know, a match at PWG. Yeah, dude, I'm telling you, Santino Bros. It's something special coming out of uh, out of California, and I think that everybody should be getting on board with Brody King, Tyler Bateman, Eli Everfly, Delilah Doom, all of them. It's uh, awesome amen. stuff. Amen, brother. So all another right. thing that we didn't touch on that like is kind of been rumored as of late, I guess. CM Punk uh, kind of alluded to it. Yeah. UFC, uh, what is it, 225 in Chicago, June 9th? Yeah, Chicago. When did we talk about mixed martial arts here? Uh, well, I mean, you know, CM Punk is a uh, former he WWE us, champion. Okay. He didn't leave us. No wrestler he ever broke my heart, but I He broke my heart, but I forgive him totally if he came out at WrestleMania or something. <laughs> totally, in a heartbeat. <laughs> but, yeah, that I... You know, maybe his UFC career is not going to be the best, but, you know, if I hear Colt of Personality, I'm still marking out. You're what? I'm still going to be marking out. No, I thought we were going to, like, stop and be like, marking out. Like, we used to marking do our first out. episodes. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, whatever. It is what it is. I mean, UFC is rigged. Are you, bo- oh, <laughs> oh, you're under that? And... No, I'm not. I just don't. I'm not a big well, UFC person. You should, you should. I mean, yeah, who knows if it's you, uh, are you, are you sitting, there, sitting there in your Affliction t-shirt, Brandon? You know, eating your Jimmy John's? I'm in, watching, uh, uh, I'm in a Bray Wyatt t-shirt <laughs> with no food next to me. No, all right. It just crumbs in his beard. I know. No no crumbs, no beard. It's got well, what? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. All right. But it's like, uh, do, I, I, do I shave my mustache before I go to Florida? No, you keep no. big, thick mustache. I don't know, man. That's when, like, see, that's when food gets into like your mustache, and it's kind of then the mustache goes into your mouth. You have to get a good mustache barber. I'm not going to pay somebody to to touch my mustache. What does that mean? No, like they'll do your beard up and everything. Yeah, I'm like not that. paying awesome. for that. I haven't cut my beard in seven years. I'm not doing that. Well, talking about taking a cut, let's take a break. Thanks, and we'll Dave. We'll be right back here on. Marking out. Yo, it's DDP, and you're listening to Mark It Out. And that's not a bad thing, monkey. That's a good thing. Bang. Welcome back to Mark It Out, pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans. I want to go back to Valentine's Day for a second before we get to all the uh, sports <laughs> entertainment talk. 
So when you guys were younger and you get like when you like got Valentine's at school, you just got like one of those dinky cards your mom got at like oh. a CVS for like five ninety nine, like the box of, like twenty five or something like that, right? I, oh yeah, of course. I, I didn't. I didn't get Valentine's Day cards. <laughs> so my son. Four years old at his nursery school. I don't know if it's just the area where he goes to school or it's just like this is Valentine's Day now. You have to see some of the stuff that he got from like kids in his class. Like one kid gave him a pencil with a hockey stick eraser on it and a York peppermint patty. Are these like good things that you're saying or are you complaining about these? No, it just like it blows my mind. Like Valentine's Day, like we got. Like, look at the card that Billy Madison got in Billy Madison on Valentine's Day. <laughs> like, compared to some of the stuff, like, somebody gave him, like, a, it's a picture, it's an Oreo on a lollipop that's covered in chocolate, which was delicious. I have, that's uh, right. Okay, folks. so you're saying, so you're saying that they're upgraded since, it, since like, our days. We, we would get the right. cookie cutter, the simple cookie cutter, like, this is totally tobacular. Like even like us, like like it was like a Ninja Turtle he, he, card. Jordan, or gave out, Jordan gave out dinosaur-shaped crayons that said, "You're a dynamite Valentine." From <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, I wish we still had more of it. I take a picture of it, but uh, but I mean, it was cool. But it's just like the way that Valentine. I was telling Rachel about this. The way that Valentine's Day, like cards and stuff like that at school just like got blown out of proportion it's, it just it blows my mind it was quite annoying though on how everyone had their own like twitter version this year like everyone on the internet had one like to and oh, from like, but i think uh, the my my absolute favorite one that i saw that like gets a complete pass because i'm still laughing about it was from virgil that says be my valentine twenty dollars <laughs> it doesn't say <laughs> It doesn't even say no. to or from. It just says, be my Valentine, $20. I have a couple of good ones. I have one that's a picture of Chris Jericho with the, the list and from WCW. It says, I have a thousand reasons why you should be my Valentine. Reason one, R bar. <laughs> I, I wanted to, I was like, I was like, I don't know if I should like give in to the whole Valentine's Day card making thing. Sure, I was going to make a Braun Strowman one that says like, get these hands. I already saw that. I, I think I said that to Chris. Oh. Oh, this is actually a good one. So it's for the band Tool. It says, having relation. I'm, I'm making it PG. Mm-hmm. Uh, having relation, relations with you is like waiting for the new Tool album. Not coming. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought that was really good. There was one I saw with like the Deftones. Like, I want to be your Valentine, but I don't want to tour with you. If you, you know the Deftones and if you film, follow Metal News, you get yeah. it. But, um, you never funny. know what, what you're going to get. Yeah. All right. Let's get sports entertainment talk. Oh, talking about Slipknot's coming out with a new album this year. They're not coming out with a new album this year. That's, they that's have the rumor. That, but that's it. Corey Taylor's like, oh, maybe I'll start writing some lyrics for it. The maybe it'll come out next year. The guy's going to be on tour with Ozzy Osbourne this summer. Yeah, I know. I want to kind of want to go. I'm, I, got oh, I, thought, I thought they were going to make, make an impact over at WWE at some point. Oh, yeah. I was waiting Iowa. for that, too. I got I got tickets in uh, Jersey. I gave in to the pressure. I'm missing a Monday Night Raw to see Ozzy Osbourne. On his last Jones forever. Beach. That's what I mean. Who knows? Jones Beach tickets though were super expensive. Oh, I bet they were. Yeah, I mean, so was the tickets in Jersey. The but... only thing I'm gonna go to Jones Beach wise this year is Warp Tour. 
because it's the last warp tour ever, and I think like bunch... <laughs> you, you'll be the dad in the uh, in the tent getting free water. No, I'm gonna no, I'm going by myself. Yeah, so you can I... just show up as a, get in the dad tent. No, is that the tour that, that they that's do? That's what right I now? do. That's what I find myself doing at concerts now. Whenever I go to a concert, I'm always getting the DD bra- bracelet and getting my free water. Oh, I'm at but Jones like, Beach. And... They used to give soda. I don't know if they still do, but. You get you could sign well, up to be no, a designated. If it's owned by Northwell Health, I don't think so. I I don't know. Yeah, but anyway, let's get if it's some, Northwell let's get Health, some, we should let's get onto some sports entertainment talk. Let's talk about Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Nitro. All right, John Cena kicked off Monday Night Raw this week. Yeah, hyping up WrestleMania. Said he's going to be winning the Elimination Chamber match. Miz. He's like, Miz comes out. And uh, he goes, you know, John, you were the first person to be in Suplex City. Remember the last time you main evented WrestleMania with me, The Miz? I went over. I defeated John Cena in the main we, event we, of WrestleMania. They, they, everyone watched. You, you don't have to do a quick... Like a, and then John yeah, Cena don't. proposed a match between the two of them where the winner goes on to the Elimination Chamber, but the loser... Also goes on to the Elimination Chamber, but enters at number one. Actually, Kurt Angle came out. And, uh, no, John that. Cena proposed it. Yeah, well, Kurt Angle made it official. Yes, Kurt Angle <laughs> did. And he, he banned the Miztourage from Ringsiders. Whoa. And, and the thing that I hate is that it seems more and more, when I was listening to Cena's promo, that Brandon's lame storyline. It's not lame. Gives is, you goosebumps every time. Is a potential way the. Cena not having anything to do but challenge Undertaker as a last resort. Well, you guys have nothing to do. Undertaker, let's dance. Well, talking about dancing, John Cena defeated The Miz with the top rope AA. Yep, and The Miz is going to be number one going into the Elimination Chamber. Hopefully he uh, has the whole thing. He uh, goes to the end. This could be one of the best setups for The Miz to make it to WrestleMania in the main event against Brock Lesnar for the Universal Championship. He's not because Roman Reigns is winning. Yes, but it would be awesome. He has to enter the Elimination Chamber at number one. He has to go through six other men. Would you not be down? Would you not be down? Dude, and then the move, he even even tried to do the skull-crushing finale to John Cena. That's what led to the attitude adjustment from the middle rope or whatever. Dude, you're so on cloud nine right now. That would Island. be awesome. Are you kidding me? It's going to come I down don't to see no Brawn Reigns. No, I think I think it would be awesome if Miz won, though. No way. Can I just, can I just dream for a second? What do you mean, I'm no Reigns way? Your second, your second's up. And talking about second's up, the Revival took down the Balor Club once again. Uh, Revival actually started right on the entrance ramp, taking them out, and then taking on the victory with the Shatter Machine. The club started with those stupid, 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 stupid promos. Stupid promo graphics. I hate those graphics. I think it works for that promo. I, but I wish, I don't know, man, I kind of wish that they just did those old-style pre-taped interview promos. Yeah, but, I mean, solid tag team match. Revival gets the win. You're going to see this back and forth because there's really nothing going on in the tag division right now. And there's nothing going on because the bar is the tag team champions, and their only competition was Jason Jordan and Seth Rollins. Did, but, did however, you see, did you see the, the ride-along episode with the Balor Club this week? 
Not yet. So you, you, there's potential if I said something and be like, oh, why did you spoil that? Absolutely. Oh, man, I want to talk about it so bad. But anyway, so Jason Jordan, we said last week, had neck surgery. Kurt Angle came out and said that uh, Jason Jordan had neck surgery. He's going to miss WrestleMania. Uh, he also Which came prompted out to the crowd to start a uh, rousing yes chant. Yep. <laughs> he goes, I don't get you people. How could you do that? This is Anyways, a very serious thing. Which, like, that even like makes it sound more sort of a storyline. Where like Jason Jordan, oh, he's going to miss WrestleMania, but like he comes back with this great... Nobody would have expected him to come back with that with faster than he would have, and he makes it to WrestleMania somehow. Unless he actually mm. is out for WrestleMania. But. Well, someone that's not out is Ronda Rousey. Um, she's going to have her contract signing at Elimination Chamber. How about yeah. that? Cool. It's like... I don't know. Mm. And then Seth Rollins cut him off, and he wanted a match at WrestleMania. He wanted in, and uh, Kurt goes, well, I think you should find yourself another partner. And he goes, I don't want a tag team match. I want the Universal Championship. And then he did the stupid poll the audience, yes chant thing. God forbid he asks if Brock Lesnar should defend the title inside the chamber. Yeah. Alexa well, Bliss gets screwed. Nothing. Well, talking about the women's division, next up you had Bailey defeat Sasha Banks with the top row belly to Bailey. Uh, and then Nia Jax attacked both of them after the match. Good. It's like I, I don't Nia think Jax is your uh, dominant heel. Yeah, I don't think yeah, I for, for this, though, I don't think Bailey and Sasha Banks are ever going to. I don't think we'll ever see a performance like TakeOver Brooklyn again. No, but like it, like this uh, in recent weeks, Bailey and uh, Sasha Banks, I think, have definitely stepped up more. But I don't know. I still didn't care for the match. Yeah, more women's action going on though. You had Absolution with Paige defeating uh, Mickey James and Alexa Bliss. If you guys didn't know, uh, according to WrestleZone.com, Paige is dating the lead singer of Slayer, Tom Mariah. No way. But, no, oh, yeah, but then they, uh, you know, didn't fact day. check their uh, sources, and it's actually the uh, bass pl- the bass player of Attila. They're god awful metal bands. Like, don't even like try even googling them because they're real bad. So, <laughs> way to go, WrestleZone for uh, you know auto uh, fact fact checking and uh, you know also spell checking and all that good stuff. Keep going. You know, you but, know, uh, Russell- you want to tell Brandon to uh, you know check his cash, his catch. Clear. Oh, clear your cash. Who are you? PS4. Yeah, and and they uh, they've already blocked us on Twitter, but it's for the be- better because we don't care. <laughs> yeah, because I called them out for being sexist. Yeah, yeah. Wrestling Inc. and all those other websites, all the way. Pro Wrestling Sheet. Yeah, so Absolution Amen. picks up the victory, and uh, they end up jumping Mickey James afterwards. Alexa Bliss gets in there and uh, and gets, I guess, makes the save. Yeah, even after their little backstage promo where Mickey James reiterated that she's not her friend, she's going after the championship. Yeah, but I liked it. She goes she goes, even after what? You gave me the pens, called me old. And she goes, Yeah, yeah well and she goes and then she like brought up biscuit butt again. So it's a nice Yeah, it was a cool throwback. <laughs> cool. Uh speaking of throwbacks, Elias serenading the audience with a How's that a throwback? Because happens every week, it, but it's not every week that you get serenaded in your 
here by Brandon. Oh, wow. That's cool. Good job. I can hear those hairs standing up on your arms right now. No, no, no. It's not true. Not happening. But there it is. Wow. So, I shaved my arms, brother, brother. What? I shaved my arms. Oh, what are you, a swimmer? Yes. <laughs> I like to be aerodynamic when I fight. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, so Elias uh, goes to serenade the crowd, and who cuts him off? Braun Strowman. I thought Dave was going to yell Braun like he normally does. Off air, the of course. Man. But... The man. Braun Strowman. Yeah, he gets introduced, ladies and gentlemen, Braun Strowman. And he does his own <laughs> little shtick. Um, With a cello. I think it's an upright bass. WWE tweeted out, it's a cello. Everyone, like, bam rose to them, like, that's an upright bass. Fact check, yeah. et cetera. Fact, fact check this. <laughs> I, I really, I think it was an upright base. I think it was too small to be. Regardless, a that's, that's number one. one. ProWrestlingTees.com, Ashley X, Marking Out, Marking Out. Wow. Um, I think this was the segment of the night. A hundred percent. It shows Braun Strowman as a character and how diverse that he is. We, yeah, we, saw, we saw the comedic. Like, sorry, go ahead. You saw him on the Mixed Max Challenge. You saw him doing this. You see him flipping over semis. It, like, Braun Strowman needs to be going into WrestleMania for the Universal title. Give him the title. Don't give Roman Reigns the title. There's money with Braun Strowman. Oh, my There's... God. He's so awesome. Oh, I totally agree. One of the things I liked with the segment was how the transition over to introduce Braun. How you had, like, the uh, – what was it? What is it? Now introducing Elias. Yeah. Well, while he was playing, did the now introducing Braun? I love that transition. Did you have any? I feel like if any one of us were to have a problem with the comedic factor, it would be you. Did you have a problem with it? No, because I've like you guys made mention the stuff with the mix max mix max mix match See, challenge. That's such a stupid name. Why would they call it that? Did they even say it out loud before naming it that? Well, they're all a bunch of uh, seasoned veterans when it comes to talking on the microphone. We're just three wrestling brands that have a podcast. You don't know who <laughs> named it. You have no idea who named it. Was it was Vince. It was Vince. Mixed Match Challenge. Wow, I said it perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> Say that five times fast. Mixed Match Challenge. Mixed Match Challenge. So I think I think now you know how like That's when you stupid. say Monday Night Raw you say Monday Night Nitro. Yeah. Now you have to say Mix Max Challenge as I took Pan every single time. Yeah, rest in peace, voice, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I got Monday Night Rest in. Yeah, that's not going to be great for my voice. But yeah, no, this is the this is the promo of the night, and this may be one of the highlights of wrestling for of the 2018. Year. Yeah, oh, yeah. Elias. Braun Strowman comes out to the ring. Elias goes to fight him off and uh, completely gets dropped. And uh, Braun leaves and Elias like crawls after him, almost reminiscent of Jeff Hardy. Like, no, come back with Undertaker. I'm not finished with you. Yeah. And uh, Braun Strowman <laughs> picked up that upright bass or cello and smashed it over Elias's back. The guy it's needs more, a t-shirt. It's more storylines. What did you going just say, into Dave? the elimination chamber? Because now you have this feud with Strowman and Elias. You know, you have everything else that's going on. There's a lot of there's a lot of depth to this elimination chamber. 
Yeah, and this this is only a follow up to what happened last week, where Elias pretty much stole a victory from Braun. Yeah. So it's kind and, of and John Cena. So there's yeah, still there Cena. still is that whole maybe it'll be John Cena, maybe Elias will be the one that eliminates John Cena in the chamber. I would be cool with that. I mean, but I would be say, so what did you cool. say? I would be fine if it's Cena versus Elias at WrestleMania. What did you say about a T-shirt though? Oh, Braun, after, with everything that's taking place with him, he needs an actual good T-shirt. I think the one that he has that they released more recent is better than the garbage give me those hands or whatever it is. I don't even Come like get that these saying. Hands. Yeah, I don't, I don't even get it. I don't understand. Sounds where, creepy to me. Yeah, I don't get where they came up with it, but fans seem to start chanting that on Monday, I think. Like yeah. the the whole the monster of all monsters shirt, I think is better. Mm-hmm. With the whole like yeti looking cartoon of Braun Strowman. Get yeah. these hands. Get these hands. Yeah, get I don't these get it. hands. I don't get it. I don't get it either. But get it, these it hands works. And then what? I bet you they're sitting. They're they're sitting in like a uh, creative meeting. We need a shirt for Braun. And then Vince looks at his hand. He goes, "Get these hands." I'm going to spin it a, so, little, a little differently, though, because that's not how it happened. I have a feeling it was – it was. Um, you know you were there. Sorry. I think I, – honestly, I think they were in a, produc- a production meeting. Somebody called over the assistant and said, excuse me, can you pick up my pants from the cleaners? And Vince McMahon goes, pick up these pants. Get these pants. Get these hands. Get these hands. And that's how that <laughs> – I think – I. All, like ninety five percent certain that's how it came to be. Yeah, because you had hidden cameras in the room. I'm not Mr. Gro, Mr. GoPro when it comes to WWE. Oh yeah, remember that like ill fated time where they just used GoPros on like everything? Oh, remember the turnbuckle ones? I, uh, listen, I I I feel like I'm I'm gonna say a hundred percent yes. Yes. Okay, and I, I, I probably no, I, I probably told the story before. I don't think you ever uh, did. I don't know if we ever discussed that at all. That, that had a job interview, WWE. Yeah, I don't think we ever said that. No, I feel like I did. Okay, so it, it, picture it. It's 2014. Barack Obama is still president. Um, <laughs> I I was paying three dollars and three cents for oil to heat my house. Three dollars, um, three cents and change to heat my oil. Anyway, um, my friend Sal had hit the guy that he worked for, who was a recruiter, got a job as a recruiter for the WWE. And Sal was like, oh, hey, my friend does video work. Could you maybe get him in for the interview? He's like, yeah, sure. So I had a couple conversations with this guy. His name was John Bongiorno. Um, really cool dude. Very nice. Anyway, he's like, oh, listen. You know, I want to get you in here, but you have to go through all the proper steps. So I had to go on the WWE website, fill out a bunch of, you know, all that stuff. Uh, he's like, all right, can you come in at this time? I'm like, yeah, sure, no problem. So I get to go into WWE headquarters. I go in. I walk in the main entrance. There's, and this was like when Stephanie was in control of the Elimination Chamber. So it was like 2014. So there was that poster of Stephanie over the top of the Elimination Chamber. I'm laughing. The entire time I'm there, like in my head, just laughing. Giant bronzed Andre the Giant. Uh, sorry, Andre the Giant statue. And Do you remember like, oh, what Chris, month he... that was? February. Okay. And you didn't even tell anybody about this. I, I don't could... think I found out about it until the after. 
I couldn't like I had to like be super secretive about it. Um, so anyway, I go into this interview. I go up uh, the elevator. There's wrestling on in the elevator, and I'm just sitting there, just like trying not to be Mark, trying not to be Mark, trying not to be Mark, trying to be Mark. So I meet with this guy. You know, everything's cool. Then I go with this meeting, and this was like before the WWE Network. This was a couple months before the launch of the WWE Network. You know, they were looking for a team to put like small little promo packages and videos and stuff like that together between shows. So I sat down and I showed them like my demo stuff. My demo stuff wasn't really that good this time. Your you know, demo so- stuff was cooking with Brandon. No, I didn't. But no, that was when I applied for a job at Wrestling Fix. Oh, <laughs> yeah. No, and that I was like kind of in, in a, a couple in the bed at that, a couple in the in the sack at that time. Um, but. Um, I show him some of my demo stuff. I did like a meet the band for my old bands. Um, I strapped a GoPro to my head and did the color run. So I show them that video. They're like, oh, yeah, this is really good. This is really good. Oh, we should definitely invest in some of these GoPros. You know, it'd be really cool. I'm like, and, you know, and I put over GoPros to them. I was like, you know what? I love it. I put it on everything. I put it on my guitar stocks. I put it on when I'm running this, that, and the other thing, blah, 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 blah. And then like two months later, it's like, oh, hey, the boogeyman scares people October in the elevator. October 25th, 2014, the boogeyman scare prank boogeyman at wwe headquarters and it had that fisheye lens yep. that like the gopro threes and the gopro fours had that you couldn't get rid of and they brought it onto the gopro fives yeah. and i'm just sitting there, i'm just like i guess they finally took my advice and got a bunch of gopros <laughs> so, what did they make an offer or not this like totally agree i heard that? a bunch of radio silence afterwards and just they wanted somebody with more experience which i totally get i mean yeah. now I mean, I'm not confident in anything I do, but now if I went in there and showed them my body of work and stuff like that, I possibly could get a job. But in like, I'm a person, I'm like a big person. I'm starting to get all philosophical and start to get in depth here on this podcast. But like, I'm a big person of like, what ifs? Like, like, what if I got that job? Like, I wouldn't be able to, you know, I'd be there probably six days a week working my butt off. You know, I wouldn't maybe there was a possibility maybe I didn't have enough time to maybe have another kid. I wouldn't be able to see my children grow the the, the way that they're they're doing today and like and not I, I break the fourth wall too, you know, later in that year they had, you know, the Z last resort videos. Uh there was a casket that was in those videos. I gave Zack Ryder that casket. Uh, so I had to have Zack Ryder come to my parents' house and pick up this casket, and I was telling him about it, and he was like, you know, we had a conversation about it and about, you know, the amount of work that goes into working on the production side. Um, so in hindsight, like, it would have been awesome to work for WWE, but in hindsight, maybe I wouldn't be able to still do this podcast. Maybe I wouldn't be able to wake up every morning with my children and, you know, make them pancakes and watch them not eat their breakfast that I make for them. And do all the things. Maybe I wouldn't be able to make more episodes cooking with Brandon. So I, it was better off. Maybe, yeah, but maybe it was going to be cooking episodes, cooking episodes with like the Rock. Maybe I'd be on the ENC pod, awesome, pod uh, ENC uh, show, the Totally Reeks of Awesomeness. Be like, oh, Edge, gurgle, gurgle. You know, you're great. But <laughs> yeah, you know, it, 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 in hindsight, I feel like it's better. Yeah, and you can't look at the what ifs. I mean, obviously, like right now, I'm dealing with my own what ifs in move in my moving process. I'm dealing with my own what ifs, and unfortunately, you can't live and you can't even give those what ifs the time of day because really, all they're going to do is put you down. 
I know. You know? Like, like what? Know, like, like what? You know, if, like... What if I gave up everything to tap dance in 2018? <laughs> exactly. And what? And what? It's like, wow, we just got really deep here. Like, yeah, you can't. You, you have to like. Well, me and Dave got really deep here. Brandon, <laughs> like, oh, I'm gonna go see Billy Joel again next week. It's <laughs> actually in July. Oh, so sorry, Larry. <laughs> sorry, but but like, what if on Monday night Sheamus beat Roman Reigns? But he didn't. Uh, I think absolutely oh. nothing would have come from that. No, but he didn't because Roman Reigns beat Sheamus in the uh, the next match. I think my favorite part of this was Sheamus blocking the spear of Roman Reigns with that that uh, high knee. Yeah. I thought I thought that was awesome. Great. Now I have an accent for some reason. <laughs> yeah, I think that this match was actually really, really good. I love that they had a ton of reversals of the signature moves, and I thought this was a really good match. Yeah. Strong guy versus strong guy. And then your main events of Monday Night Raw was the second chance fatal five-way because Seth Rollins got himself into this match. Uh, Bray Wyatt, Matt Hardy, Apollo Crews, and Finn Balor. Uh, you, you don't have one winner. You have two winners. Like, yeah, on, you I, couldn't just have one winner, that being Apollo Crews. I know. <laughs> I would have been fine with Apollo Crews. One of the things that I did like about this you said was you that you would have or wouldn't have. I would have. I would have been fine with Apollo Crews. I am. I, I am fine with the outcome, though. It adds. It, it gives the the elimination chamber something that we haven't. Like, yes, we've seen thirteen people in the chamber before, but not in a singles setting. So this gives us seven people as opposed to just six. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I think, um, like, what else were you going to do with Seth Rollins? He's a good addition to it. Absolutely. Monday and, Night Rollins. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that I liked about this match, but unfortunately it didn't play out, was Bray Wyatt broke up the Tower of Doom spot. That's so overplayed. But then later on, that's pretty much how the match concluded was with the Tower of Doom spot. Yeah. So it's a positive. And it, it started off slow too. It kind of seemed like one of those like super spot festy matches. But mm-hmm. uh, as it continued, you have to get everybody let to get their stuff. Yeah, in, but you it know? was like it was like one of those like end of match type of situations, like finisher, 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 finisher. But it was at the very start. Like Cruz was outside the ring for like what seemed like five minutes, six minutes or so. But he was he was doing yeah. Keep sorry. No, I was just gonna say them both landing on. Um, Bray Wyatt? Bray. Yeah, Bray. I thought that was good. Yeah, I thought that was good. I thought Apollo had a really good chance at the end when him and Rollins yeah. were going at it. I was like, oh my god, they're doing it. They're doing it. And then they didn't do it. Yeah, I mean, you could only imagine, I guess, Bray and Matt maybe on the pre-show. If not, it's going to be I, I the two say, of them in it. I don't know why pre-show. I feel like there's not even like matches booked for the elimination chamber yet so and it's oh, next yeah, that's it's next true. week let's yeah. see how many how many matches are announced there's three matches you have oscar versus nia Jax. you have the women's championship elimination chamber and then you have the universal champion the uh, universal yeah universal championship elimination chamber no the number one contendership Nah. right when all right so maybe you'll have Matt and then versus, you have right then you have ronda rousey Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure you'll, well, I mean, there's nothing else you could do with Bray Wyatt and, and Matt Hardy unless you say, yes, here's another match of theirs. They're going to get a match of Mania. Then what, what do they do at Chamber? Nothing? Nothing. Yeah, that, that's the Fill thing. Up the card. Fill up the it. card, though. 
You, well, you I, have, I feel like need, I feel you like need this... you need at least five more matches or four more matches. You have the like... revival versus Gals and Anderson again. So that's Probably. four matches. I feel like the Matt versus Bray would be good for WrestleMania, but I can't see this storyline. What was that? You throw a cruiserweight match in there. Multi-man match or like a qualifying yeah. tournament yeah, yeah, match? Yeah, yeah, maybe you kick off. No, because it's this Sunday. No, no, so. no, it's next Sunday. No, it's this Sunday. No, it's not. It's the 25th. Really? Yeah. Oh, so maybe oh. throw maybe the first round of the uh, second round of the tournament there. Huh. Huh. So, I thought it was this Sunday. I got so excited to talk about Elimination Chamber. I guess we don't have to talk about that. Yeah, me too. All right. Way to go, Dave. Wow. Yeah. It's in Paradise, Nevada. Mm. Okay, Arena. So, yeah. So then we'll talk about our full predictions next week for Monday uh, for uh, the Elimination Chamber. Let's get on to SmackDown. Dolph Ziggler opens the show. Baron Corbin was supposed to be his opponent. However, they played his music, the NSYNC theme song, and uh, he didn't appear. They played it again. Again, didn't appear. And then they show him getting beat up by uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn in the back. So, yeah. And then really Sami Zayn. Beat that Baron Corbin. What? He really took a beat in that Baron Corbin. Yeah, and then Jamie yeah. came out for Ziggler. Split down the middle. Ziggler went after Zayn. Kevin Owens met him, and uh, they took out Sami Zayn. Baron Corbin came out. I mean, they took out Dolph Ziggler, not Sami Zayn. Baron Corbin came out uh, and got taken out as well. What, yeah. I what did you thought... think about the t- What did you think about the take of the Baron Corbin double takeout? As in, I feel I feel like that's like a side dish double takeout Baron Corbin. But what do you no think about that? Like talking about. <laughs> How he was, t- he was he was attacked backstage, and then he was unsuccessfully oh, taken out. Uh, Maybe they're trying to turn a face. Said it. Yeah. I don't think so. I think they were just face tweener. Yeah, maybe I don't know. I think they were just like, oh, we can do anything. We run SmackDown. SmackDown's our show. Yeah, absolutely. I, I guess this made up for later on. And yep, I, set up, I set up I matches was, for later in the night. I was so sure it would have been a tag team match. Dolph Ziggler and Corbin teaming up against Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. If they both, if that team wins and they both get into the match, however, they split it up into singles matches. Yeah, they did Same for six. later in the night. Yeah. Uh, first match of the evening that actually happened was Charlotte Flair <laughs> defeating Sarah Logan. Um. I still to this day will never understand why if it's such like a minor managerial spot, someone like Naomi or Becky Lynch, why they need full entrances. It makes no sense. They should just come out with Charlotte Flair. Well, no, to show them like, hey, she's got some backup. Yeah, but it's like they could just do that like, oh, hey, come out to get her. To get her? Yeah, like, hey, to get her. Hey, we're from Canada. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, like Flair could be just standing on the ramp, and then Lynch and Naomi come out to join her. Doesn't yeah, and then they walk down the ramp. Yeah, absolutely. But this but, match went. I thought it was a dud. I, I, I this actually like the of a match, man. I like the cell of Logan uh, doing the finisher. That was the How one that kind of like the DDT. good. The natural selection. That was like the one thing I thought this match went on way too long. I like Riot Squad. I mean, like I feel seven... like as performers, they're all very. Yeah, but go. unfortunately, look what's happened. They two out of the three of them have been defeated by by Charlotte. Yeah, then next week you're gonna see Ruby Riot. No, oh, no, next week's next the week's that Brady Bunch match. 
Let's go on to the next match: Baron Corbin versus Kevin Owens. Previous though, like that part was the theme song to the Brady Bunch. What you were singing at the start was not the Brady Bunch theme song. All right, listen. Let's just. Regardless, that's two, and they're both from me. ProWrestlingTees.com/slash/Mark. Now let's get on to the next match: Baron Corbin has made his way to Fastlane as he defeated Kevin Owens. Yeah, not really much to say here, right? Top now, 10 I, list I like clearly the means the nothing, cool. though. Top 10 list means nothing. No, it doesn't. Corbin mm-hmm. was not even on the list, yet here he is getting a WWE Championship number one contendership spot. Yeah, about that. Bobby yeah. Roode. I mean, um, not Bobby Roode. Ty Dillinger didn't have a match on SmackDown. Shinsuke Nakamura didn't have a match on SmackDown. AJ Styles wasn't even on SmackDown. Bobby Roode was. Yeah. Yeah. I had his uh, U.S. Glorious Open Challenge, but he only wanted one person. He wanted Randy Orton. Randy Orton responds, and then out comes Jinder Mahal. So it looks like maybe setting up for Fastlane, it's going to be Roode versus Orton versus Jinder Mahal, or maybe that'll be next week. Who knows? I like Jinder was like, bro, you were number nine on the list. Like, your peers don't respect you. And Bobby's like, yo, you weren't even on the list. (laughs) Yeah. it's like, yeah, so whatever. And then and then Bobby Roode's like, I'm just sick and tired of being attacked out of nowhere. It, it's fine. What? You don't have to repeat it word for word. It's fine. And then Orton goes like this, and boom, drops. Yeah, RKO. And then uh, Mahal hits his finisher on Orton. Leave it on top. If you told me Jinder Mahal was coming out on top in that segment, I would not have believed that. I agree. So maybe this leads to Jinder Mahal finally feuding for the U.S. Championship, finally getting the U.S. Championship. Maybe the U.S. Championship is what he needed as opposed to the WWE Championship. I think he had uh, a good run with the WWE Championship. He did not have a no, good run. That was a terrible no run. There was no it, way. It's, it's I'm, I'm, happy, I'm happy in the history books that Jinder Mahal has been WWE Champion, but that run was one of the worst championship runs in WWE history, 100%. No, yeah, I, I I actually agree with Brandon. I I it was so bad and tedious, and it's unfortunate because I was ecstatic for Mahal being champion and really want to see something. But it seemed like maybe they just had to go on for so long, and then they didn't. They barely even was, used him. What the, the matches? Thing, the thing was, though, it was the same outcome every single time. The feud with Nakamura didn't help. No. Either. I mean, the one thing we got out of his championship reign was the Punjabi prison match, which in itself was kind of like. Yeah, you had Kari show up for one night only. But next up, you had New Day, Pancake Tuesday. Uh, They were doing big. Pancake Friday. No, that's on the show. Yeah, but I had to learn. I did some research. It's uh, apparently some religious thing. That has to do with Ash Wednesday and Easter, I think, and Mardi Gras is a religious thing or something like that. Mm-hmm. You're and, talking to the wrong guy here. And they have, uh, I think Pancake Tuesday is the Tuesday that always precedes Ash Wednesday. That I know, yes. For what I don't know what Pancake Tuesday is, or I don't know what Ash Wednesday is, or anything. I don't know what Mardi Gras means, but it seemed well, like everything was a religious thing. Well, Gable and Benjamin wanted nothing to do with it as they interrupted this uh, little count- pancake counter. The, for, and, well, first of all, Biggie's trying to eat the most amount of pancakes in a certain amount of minutes to, to break a record. 
The pancakes they had out there looked absolutely awful. Big E picks up a ton of pancakes, puts them in his mouth, doesn't even manage to eat one of them. Even though he shoved a ton of, a ton of them in his mouth. Gable and Benjamin thankfully come out to, to knock those pancakes away because nobody should be eating pancakes that look like that. They look disgusting. Can't say that enough. And uh, then the one thing that I would have disagreed... No, you can. No, you can I definitely can't. I definitely can't. But I, the one thing I would disagree with is pancakes are not worse than waffles. Waffles are not better than pancakes. Is what Gable and Benjamin were like, we're waffle people. Well, and that led into the match where New Day, Biggie, and Kofi Kingston picked up the victory over Gable and Benjamin. Um, yeah, it was a match. <laughs> yeah. It was a match. The right people won. Up next, you saw the Usos in a dark, foggy area. Uh, I forget who. Somebody tweeted out, says this could look like the opening to Unsolved Mysteries. Which, like, I went in and played the theme song while they were doing their promo. I was like, damn, this looks like Unsolved Mysteries. But uh, they had those stupid preteen graphics again. And uh, luckily the Bludgeon Brothers, who get pissed off just as much as I do with those graphics, smash the TV to end it. And I, I thought that was a great ending to it because it kind of just the fade into that smashing of the TV screen. Was when perfect. they did that, I was like, what the hell just happened? And then they zoom out and, and we see that. I was like, damn, that was good. Yeah, uh, I thought that was very smart to do. But yeah, please just come on. I mean, you, you, you knocked it off with the GoPros in the turnbuckles. Don't do these graphics anymore. Yeah. Well, next up in the main event, you had Dolph Ziggler picked up the victory over Sami Zayn. Kevin Owens watching backstage. Yep, it is now a five play. Still no explanation play. about why Ziggler dropped the U.S. Championship. I, I feel like it could have been done way more naturally than that. Like cut a promo being like, "I don't even care about the U.S. Championship. Well, I just want I wanted to prove like, oh, Bam roasted. I could do it. I'm relevant. You guys don't even care." I don't need this. Take this. I want the WWE title. It is going to be pointless if you you have him drop that title and then he fails to cat like fails to win this championship and now he now what Ziggler is stuck in limbo once again and he's just a mid Carter. Like we don't see any other outcome of WrestleMania other than AJ Styles versus Nakamura or do we have blinders on? No, that's all. That's all. I that's all I see. I mean, I don't think that anybody else is a legitimate legitimate um, contender for that. And I don't think that I think it was stupid with the Ziggler because now the only place for him to go is for the the WWE Championship. And if he doesn't get that, well, then I think that this entire thing is pointless because it's kind of like saying, okay, you're good enough to be U.S. champion. But you're not good enough to be WWE champion. So why don't you go back to the title that you dropped? Um, because it's the only thing that you're good at. Maybe it's one of those like reset things where it's like, well, if I'm if I can't win the WWE championship right now, I'm gonna start from scratch. And then he goes to NXT, like I've been hoping. Yeah, about that. himself up there. I, mean, I don't it's know. Not, I'm it's good. not terrible, but I'm good with him leaving the company. But that's just my input. Apparently, he Ziggler. Yeah. I'm, I'm he just signed okay a uh, a new two year deal. Hmm. 
from what I'm hearing. Maybe that's why he dropped the title because they didn't think he was going to sign it. Then he signed back. Oh, hey, let's just throw you in the main uh, event picture now. Interesting. Interesting. So the road to WrestleMania is really clearing up here um, as we got Elimination Chamber and Fastlane coming up. Um, Next week, we'll talk about our predictions for Elimination Chamber, even though we thought it was this week. Um, And then sometime in March, we'll talk about our predictions for Fastlane. Um, And uh, I say, um, yeah, well, can't help that. No, you can. It just has to be more thoughtful of what I'm saying. um, I don't think you could help it. I can. But I think we should move on to the Mixed Match Challenge. Yes, there we go. Uh, Lana got her first win ever in the WWE on Tuesday night as her and her husband, Rusev, defeated Bailey and Elias. I thought it was good, and I'm really happy that she picked up the victory, especially after the promos of her getting uh, kind of redefining Lana and trying to find a digging deep inside of her to I pick up this victory. With the exception of a, a few things in this match, this was a very um, poor match. I thought On whose behalf? Booked. Uh, whoever booked it. No fault to the competitors. Whoever said, oh, by the way, the finish is you pulling Bailey off of the middle rope. That's the end. I just, I feel like it didn't, it just didn't well, work. Is that how it's written or do the wrestlers come up with that end? I have no idea. I'm putting it on whatever that ending is. Hey, Matt, let us know. I think Lana had that awesome finisher. There's no reason why she couldn't have used it against Bailey. Her finisher here was pull, literally pulling her off of the middle rope. I would have been fine if she picked up the victory with the accolade. Yeah. I mean, we saw her use it in a training video. This match so was we, 100% was my least favorite of the tournament, and it's it sucks because I was looking forward to it. Yeah. Um, well, the tournament that I'm looking forward to, this 205 Live tournament. Dave with the transitions today. There you go. First round tournament action. Mark Andrews picked up the victory over Akira Tozawa. Sick match. Um, yeah, really good match. And I, I was, wasn't was expecting Mandrews nope. to... Uh, I, I love the fact that he's still wearing the Mandrews tights. Yeah, no, I... He'll I, always I be Mandrews. Well, he was Mark Andrews before yeah. he was Mandrews. But yeah, I wasn't expecting him to pick up this victory here. Very unexpected. Yeah, yeah. I'm very happy that he picked it up. And... Uh, in the next match, Drew Gulak picked up the victory over Tony Nese. And this match was just awesome. We saw a new side of Gulak that we haven't seen yet. He yeah, kind of had like a destructive it. streak of him. The only annoying thing was that the uh, when when Nice passed out to the Gulak, it wasn't uh, they just raised his arm once. I don't know why they they like when they choose to do that, they like just do the one arm raise instead of the three. Now, I feel like Jason Ayers tweeted us about that once. I don't know. The WWF. I know who he is. Gulak going all the way. That's all I gotta say. Yeah, but this this match was awesome, and it brought back memories of NYWC where we saw them face off against each other. Masters of the Mat, right? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Wow. Um, that was a long time ago. Man, next week we're gonna have Ali taking on Gallagher, and he must be in <laughs> ring attire. Like you're, you're. How, how do they like? Like you're making, like oh, your suit is too nice. You have to wear proper wrestling attire. Yeah. Well, I mean, he wants everybody to play the part of a rat. Drake Maverick wants everybody to play a part. Here's my theory on that. Do you think maybe next week he comes out in 
his suit and everything like that, and he bans him from the tournament and brings out Leo Rush because apparently there's rumors going around that Leo Rush is going to be put into this tournament. Uh, by the way, congratulations, Leo Rush, on having your new, uh, a baby, uh, new child. Yeah, it's awesome stuff. Have we? I'm seen, not too sure. Have we seen all the competitors yet, or how many more? This uh, this next week is the last week of new of first round action. Oh yeah, really? So then that definitely that. Yeah, like if that could that, be a possibility. So it's 100%. supposed to be Jack Gallagher versus again, uh, Ali, Ali. Okay, Mustafa, oh, Mustafa Ali. Ali, and then you're gonna see Arya Davari against. Thank God, Buddy Murphy. That like that that's awesome. I mean, that's cool. I mean, I heard that that spot was supposed to be Leo Rush, but maybe they'll throw us for a swerve, not Jane Strickland, um, and kick Jack Gallagher out of the tournament and put. Leo Russian, which would be cool. It's but gonna be I'm, interesting. I'm so far. Yeah, if they do about it that way, I'd be fine. If you don't include Leo Rush, I'd be all right with that too. Yeah. Maybe um, maybe they introduce it like, oh no, like we need like you you're banned from the tournament. Um and then they don't yeah, have listen, they don't have like, another match next like, week. This could be Drake Maverick's first like authoritative thing. Oh hey, you're not listening to the new commissioner. Guess what? You're not wrestling tonight. But like maybe that'll maybe that could take place at Elimination Chamber is what I was gonna say. Maybe. Um, one thing that I I'm kind of like I'm always pushing for Mustafa Ali to get the championship, and unfortunately I don't see him getting it right now. But I think he is really talented. He is. He's awesome. Yeah. Cool that Buddy Murphy's there too. Yeah. No, and they they put together a sick promo package for him. That yeah, that yeah, I like the entire way in and everything. Absolutely. So only time will tell. I mean, we'll probably yeah, the talk only about people, next week. The only people that got way ins were them. Yeah. Hey, listen, the other guys have been in the division for a while, so you have they have to uh, you know check them out. But uh, we'll we'll talk about the uh, the last of the first round action from the two hundred five live uh, choose your eight title tournament next week on the show. Am we missing anything, Brandon? Uh, I think we're missing shameless plugs. Shameless Plugs. That's right, it's Shameless Plugs. So let's kick it off with NYWC Psycho Circus 16. Going to be taking place on the 24th of February. You do not want to miss Psycho Circus. It's one of the the largest events of NYWC. And in the independent scene, it is a ton of fun. Uh, It's going to be taking place at the NYWC Sportatorium in Deer Park, New York. You're going to get this Psycho Circus match, 16th annual, featuring the Awakening taking on the Extricated. You got Bull James, the champ, the NYWC champ, taking on Alex Reynolds. Willow Nightingale defending her Starlet Championship against Mike Mondo. That's going to be a huge match. Tag Team Championships on the line. Benson Bros taking on the Punk Relics. Verna, Mike Verna taking on Rex Lawless. NYWC Fusion Champion Johnny Radke taking on Blake Morris. Brandon Watson in a grudge match versus Randy Summers. Battle of Milk Chocolate. You got the Joker's Wild Battle Royal and so much more. Go check out nywcwrestling.com for more information at nywcwrestling on Twitter. Also go check out Team Awesome. Lorenzo has an amazing Facebook group which has just – you can interact with any pro wrestling fan at any time of the day, any time of the night. 
Um, yeah, facebook.com slash teamawesome418. You can, uh, you can also buy his book on Amazon, 31 Days to Live, and buy a shirt from him at prowrestlingtees.com slash teamawesome418. Also check out Late Night Broski featuring your host, Montreal Broski, at MTL Late Night. Uh, his Twitch account, Brandon is a huge fan of this. I am yet to tune in for one of these, but I'm sure I would be a huge fan for the Twitch deal. But twitch.tv slash MTL Broski, go check it out. Go support him. And hey, Chris, you got a rant of the week or match of the week? Chris's match of the week. I'm drinking Knob Creek 100 proof tonight, folks, and this is Chris's match of the week. Uh, I spoke about it very briefly at the beginning of the show. Uh, Honor Reigns Supreme from Ring of Honor is where this match is coming from. It was the main event, the Young Bucks versus Best Friends. Um, I know you could say it was a typical Young Bucks, Bucks match. However, Best Friends added something to it. Uh, they put sunglasses on. They were real Daryls, uh, smoking a cigarette in the match and just playing that heel role absolutely well. Uh, I love the fact that Trent got a super kick to the face with a cigarette in his mouth. I found it was funny. And that whole aspect of the match, like, added something different to a Young Bucks match. So go check it out, ringofoutofwrestling.com. Um, I watched it on my Amazon Fire Stick because I have one of those things and I watch a lot of wrestling. Who are you shout out? My name is Dave, and you should listen to Brandon's shout outs. Make me famous. First shout out goes to John Cena. Um, I think it's awesome when a wrestler goes out of their way. Did you see that clip on Monday Night Raw when he he went into the crowd afterwards? Yeah, I did, and that's you know what that's one of the things that you see. Pro wrestlers in general do that, and just really, it warms your heart. It's such a good moment, and to see John Cena do that on live television, it's it's an amazing thing, you know. Yeah, and I like. Do you see the the video clip of that kid? Um, they they took him to a WWE show, surprising him. No, I didn't. This this girl, this woman, posted a video of her surprising her younger brother. I guess he asked he wanted to go to WWE for his birthday or something, and his parents couldn't afford the ticket, so her boyfriend bought tickets to surprise the kid, and they brought him to wrestling, and he goes, wait, where are we? And then, like, he sees WWE, and he's like, he freaks out, he starts crying. It's awesome. That's really cool. I gotta check, I gotta check into that. Yeah, but also, I mean, John Cena, in, in regards to him, he's hosting the uh, Kids' Choice Awards. And I thought that uh, family video that, that he did to hype up the Kids' Choice Awards was funny. I don't know if you saw it. Featuring, no, I didn't. Featuring all the members of the Cena family. He plays each character. So did was, not see it. Yeah, so it was funny. Um, we just discussed him five minutes ago, maybe. Buddy Murphy, getting the next shout-out. I am absolutely beyond excited that he's wrestling on 205 Live for the Cruiserweight Championship Tournament. I hope he goes that's on a... to the finals or something. I don't know if that's going to happen, but... Yeah, it's definitely a good reboot for him. Yeah, and then hopefully we get... Uh, not that Blake's been doing anything down in NXT, but hopefully we'll get 
Blake and Murphy back in 2K video games I, in 2K19. I think, there was... he's, I think Murphy's Blake is with uh, well, Steve Cutler now. Yeah, spoiler alert, I guess, right? Oh, my God. And it's think. okay. But yeah, so hopefully, hopefully both of them make it into two K nineteen. I don't think there, there's. I mean, they were kept off television, but there's no reason that why they shouldn't have been in two K nineteen, uh, eighteen. I still can't tell the difference between Blake and Buddy. Blake is got the which one is blonde hair? Lenny White, Carl Buddy Murphy. Buddy Murphy <laughs> has the orange hair that looks like Kurt Hawkins now. I can't even imagine them. Buddy Murphy, uh, what they look looks like. like a ginger and Wesley Blake has blonde hair. And yeah, I, I'm I, sorry for using that term. I don't like using ginger. Um, which one is married? Which one's married Alexa to the Bliss? Bliss is engaged to Buddy Murphy. And okay. Sarah Lee is married or engaged to Wesley Blake. Uh, and that was the relationship talk on marking out. Oh, no, that's good. It's our last shout out is going to Jerry Lynn versus Lance Storm. Took place five years ago. Five years ago since we saw that. Yeah, and I still think it's one of the best matches I've ever seen live. So I agree. Picture recently of uh, Chuck and uh, Chuck Taylor and and Trent with Jerry Lynn all given the uh, the. No, No, I didn't. I did not see that. What? I said I did not see that. No. Uh, All right, I'll send it to you guys. Chris, did, did you weren't with us for that event, were you? Nope. No, he was with us for the MYWC event the next week, though. Okay. Too gotcha. many wrestling events. Yeah, I know. Well, so those are my shout-outs. Now it's time for... Hour. So it's Mark out for me the week. Um, I'll take the first one. Um, I'm totally marked out this week for um, Cheesecake Factory. I know it. Oh no, uh, Impact Players. That's what I marked out for. I couldn't even remember. Lance Storm and Just Incredible reunited at one on the indie scenes, um, and that was really cool. Just really cool to see the two of them back together, and I thought that was awesome. Yeah, with uh, was that for? That wasn't the Emma and Rachel yeah. match, was it? It was. Yep, Landstorm was the uh, guest referee. What event was that for? Uh, was it PCW or no? Is that not a thing? ECW. I said PCW, but I don't think that's what it was. I think that was the cruise. Oh, it was what? What was it? Exactly. No, it was what wrestling. Oh. Yeah, what wrestling? They had an event recently where you had the Impact players reunited um, post match. Uh, Tommy Dreamer also joined them in the ring, but yeah, you had Rachel Ellering taking on Emma with Lance Storm as the guest ref, and that was a cool moment for Lance Storm because he was the trainer for both of them. Uh, so yeah, that was what wrestling. Go check them out on Twitter at what tomorrow. Uh, no, what? Yeah, what tomorrow? Sick. Yeah. What about you? You got any? Yeah, hell yeah. I, uh, I shouldn't have said that. I'm sorry. <laughs> Forgive me, folks, this week for not making it a somewhat not PG show, but the Cubs signed you, Darvish! Ah! No, yeah. I, was on my, I was on my break at work on Saturday, 
And I'm like, okay, let me go back to work. Let me check MLBTradeRumors.com. Uh, if you're a fan of Major League Baseball, check it out. And all of a sudden, I see Cubs decide you, Darvish. And I started screaming in my car at the top. Because they need another top rotation guy. You know, Mike Montgomery can only do so much as your fifth starter. And this adds them to, like, the elite rotations in baseball. And I could see a Yankees-Cubs World Series this year. And it's going to be awesome. And I'm not going to root for anybody. Chris is going to go, whoa, really? No. I mean... You would, I would come want, on, you have to go for the Yankees. I would go for the Yankees. Cubs won it two years ago, let the Yankees and start the new evil empire off. What are you off, talking uh, about? What do you mean? How could you root for the Yankees? Well, because that's that's Chris's like born and bred. Right I don't there. care. If he loves the Cubs, he loves the Cubs. You don't I churn your teams. back against the Cubs. You cheer met, for the Cubs. I met my wife at a Yankees game. I have been a Yankees fan since I was in kindergarten. I remember that Yankee game. And you can go what? to school together? No. Dave's no. about to school you on how you really met your wife. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how did you guys meet at, at the, a Yankee game? Yeah, we met at a Yankee game. How? Jen had two extra tickets to a game, and one was for me and one was for Rachel. And that's where I met Rachel. Was it a setup? No, it wasn't a setup. That's she had two cool. extra tickets. She was very good friends with Rachel and a- Andrew, her boyfriend at the time, who was my who was my best friend. Met it was I gave had hey Chris, I got an extra ticket. You want to go? I said yeah, sure. So that's how that got started. That's cool. That's cool. I used to always whenever well, I, it's for the listeners. I was I actually knew his wife before I knew Chris, uh, Rachel, and on the school buses, she used to always yell at me. Because I used to be a pain in the butt, and I would insult Derek Jeter. You still are a pain in the butt. Oh, totally am. But I would actually like say, "Oh, he stinks" and stuff like that, and she would get so mad at me and would like legit like claw marks, dig her nails into my arm, and tell me like to oh, yeah, take it back or something. Me. Yeah, it would be like take that, take that back, and I'm like, okay, I'm a Yankee fan. And uh, for those of you listening, I actually knew Dave before Chris. Yeah, small, small story there. <laughs> we, we met in New York City once to yeah, uh, go to WWE The World or WWF New York at the time, I think. Yeah. That was we knew each we, other uh, prior. Yeah, that we kind of started hitting it off after portraying uh, Family Matters. Dressing up as <laughs> everyone, everyone, everyone wanted to be Urkel. Yeah, I think, what was it, like seven of us were playing Urkel? Nobody, nobody else wanted to. <laughs> it was so stupid. Where were you, Laura? I don't, I don't know. I, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But we would have had seven Urkels and one Laura. Maybe. What about Carl? Nah, everyone wanted know. to be Urkel. Three, two, one. One, two, three. What the heck is bothering me? I don't know. Nothing's bothering me right now because uh, that's the end of our show for this week. Uh, next week, we'll talk more about the Cruiserweight uh, tournament. We'll talk about our predictions for Elimination Chamber. Um, and some other stuff that's going on in the world of professional wrestling. But until then, you can follow us on Twitter at MarkingOut, Facebook.com slash MarkingOut, MarkingOut1 at gmail.com. You can go to our website, MarkingOut.com, and listen to all of our past episodes. Go on iTunes, maybe give us some five-star frog splashes or just some five stars. You know, Maybe leave a review. Maybe we'll read it on the show. But until next week, you can follow me on Twitter, Chris Dog, Dave on Twitter at DaveTheRave underscore MO. 
and Brandon on Twitter at BTTG161. And for those two guys, we wish you the... Best, best of luck, luck in your future endeavors. And we will see you next week on the podcast. One of these days you're going to our room. You're going to our room one of these days.